Shatay. And I'm Scott, and we're the Hazes. Welcome to the Love Haze, where we rethink the way that we love life. And we definitely believe that there will always be a haze, but we can show up whole and healed anyway. Alright, so what are we talking about today? So today, we're going to talk about healing after a loss or a lesson. Mm. So on our last episode, we really talked about learning to take the L. Mm-hmm. Learning to take the lesson. Yep. So now we want to talk a little bit more about healing after taking that lesson. Let's do it. So, on healing. Mm-hmm. So you know I do this. Mm-hmm. So I, in my day-to-day work, yep. I kind of help people with healing in some shape, form, or fashion every day. Yep. So I deal with folks who are dealing with substance abuse issues, uh, PTSD, uh, all the different things that they may have experienced throughout their military career before they went into the military, all those things. So most of those issues surround some level of healing. Yep. And I'm able to see that and help people along with that um, day by day. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a totally different story as it relates to my own personal healing okay. and that type of thing. So um and we'll get more into the meat of that as we go along. But what does healing look like for you? What does it look like? Healing to me is... So I believe that we all come here whole, right? Mm-hmm. We are all mm-hmm. you know, born into this world whole with everything that we need to, to operate in the world. And then um, at every moment, God shows up with the additional, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the other parts that we need, right? Um, healing to me is when life happens, mm-hmm. things you will. don't choose or things that you actively choose, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and when they scar you. So I, I can't say that they, they break you. I think that things can, uh, bend you, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know that people, I don't know that I believe that people are ever broken, uh, because spiritually, I don't know. I think we can, our spirits, our spirits maybe, um, can be fractured, but I don't think we can mm-hmm. be broken. I'm saying a lot of words to say <laughs> that I think healing is, um, moving forward, like using those fractured places, mending them, filling mm-hmm. them with something, filling them with love, filling them with a lesson, um, so that you can move forward better somehow. Uh, no, I, I, I dig what you're saying, I, I, but I think uh, the very first thing that you said um, is really what resonates with me, like this idea that we come here as whole people. Yeah. Uh, I think so often we are taught that, um, you know, we're, we're not whole and, you know, some of the romantic movies and mm-hmm. stuff that you, you see is like, me. you complete me kind mm-hmm. of bullshit that's not real. Mm-hmm. Like we come here as whole people who you know, are attached to other whole people. Mm-hmm. And when things happen to us, we, we aren't broken and shattered into pieces, mm-hmm. right? There may be some fracture, some healing that we have to do, but it's not this idea that I need some external thing to complete me again mm-hmm. or to make me whole again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's really the framework, right? That's really what I understand and kind of the, the um, base that I work from. Like at a at a at the very minimum at our baseline, 
I got it. I just had an aha moment when you were talking. It dropped in my spirit. This is it. We are born whole. Yes, mm -hmm. which means the um, Bible says there is no lack in his supply. We are born whole into abundance. Mm -hmm. When we go through life and things happen, it makes us forget our abundance. It makes mm -hmm. us operate in the lack for whatever reason. The hurt, the disappointment, um, mm -hmm. the physical pain, emotional pain, spiritual pain. Healing is the thing that ha has to happen to make us remember our wholeness, okay. our abundance. I, can do I couldn't find the mm -hmm. words before. Mm -hmm. But that is essentially at the heart of it, what it is. Getting back to that place where you're not operating at a deficit anymore. Right. Where you are back at not just base level also, but thriving. Mm -hmm. Whatever that looks like in the new post healing. Or I don't know if there's post healing, but post situation. Um, so, well, a, a part of that, even with what you said then, right? There's some learning that I think that, that we get. Um, through our upbringing, a lot of times it kind of reinforces the fact that, yeah. that we're broken and yep. that we need some other external thing to make us whole again. Mm -hmm. And uh, we have to be reminded. And I like the idea that, that healing is like a, a reminder yeah. of who you always were mm -hmm. and what you always had in you. Mm -hmm. And that type of thing, like a, a reconnection, yeah. a recharge almost. Uh, and this belief that, you know, you're, you're being restored yeah uh, to what you already were because that's what healing restoration all those I'm things are right yeah. it's not like you're you're being restored um to what you already that's that's what restoration is mm -hmm. right it's this idea that this thing was already beautiful it mm -hmm. was already gorgeous there's been some damage but we're restoring too a lot of times people think that, you know, I've got to add this thing and do this new thing and do this other thing and I'm going to be brand new, da 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 da. And where you were, you're being restored to what you already were, to already. You are already your, worthy. Your, your wholeness, your worth, all those things. You're just being reminded that you are already all those things. You, you just need enough. to just need to walk in that. Yep. Right? We walk around a lot of times damaged. Yeah. More so because. Forgotten. We we have forgotten yeah. that we're already whole. Mm -hmm. Something has something has happened to us, some injury yeah. or some other thing that has made us believe that that we are not worth. We don't have as much value, yeah. right? And we we lean into that, yeah. and we say that okay, this thing happens to me. It happened to me. I don't ever want it to happen again. I'm damaged, and so I move different now. Right, I don't do this anymore the way that I used to because I'm I'm damaged by the situation that happens happened to me. Whereas, you know, the idea of being whole <clears throat> and being healed is that I have exactly what I need. I can make the adjustment, I can move forward. And <clears throat> everything that I that I have in me is already enough mm -hmm. to do what I need to do mm -hmm. in order to move forward. So Mr. Uh, mental Health Professional. <laughs> Do you have to make a choice to heal? Um, and if so, what keeps people from choosing healing? So you absolutely have to make a choice to heal. Mm -hmm. um, and I would even endeavor to say that most of um, the folks that I've worked with at um, at my job and even friends that I've talked to and kind of 
engaged in, in some level of uh, um, like friendship, kind of walking them through things that they've been through. Mm-hmm. If you are committed to that injury, right, and holding on to the, the comfort of that injury, uh, because think about going to a doctor uh, after, after you've sprained an ankle or broken a leg, the doctor gives you a crutch, mm-hmm. right, to help you get around. And maybe one crutch and maybe two crutches. Sometimes people can get so dependent on the crutch. Mm. And they're dependent on the crutch because they don't trust the healing of the leg, right? So I'm scared to put it back down again because what if it's not ready, mm. right? And it's so much easier to keep my crutch and just keep hopping around here rather than believe that this leg is healed enough. You go back to the doctor for your eight-week follow-up. Doc says, hey, you know, you need to get into some physical therapy. Yeah. You need to be putting a little bit of pressure on that thing day by day. And you say, no, I'm going to keep using my crutch, <laughs> right? So, and what I see on an emotional level um, so many times is, is we get comfortable with our crutches, whatever they may be. You know, mm-hmm. those things that, that may continue to remind us of what the injury is, right? So if I never trust anybody again, they don't have to worry about my healed place possibly not being healed. Well, let me ask you this. Do you think that some people keep their crutch because of the attention they get from it? Like the sympathy they get from it, the mm-hmm. coddling, the, they, this person went through that. So we need to, mm-hmm. you think so? Absolutely. I mean, we, I mean, you're, you're going to have folks who you know, lean into what that means, right? What was me? Yeah, that that good old what was me and I can't ever and mm-hmm. without the support and mm-hmm. all that all that kind of stuff. But even that is coming from a from a hurt place, yeah. from an injured place, from something else that wasn't healed. Yeah. So that's a, that's a whole other piece of healing that this person hasn't done to where I need attention in this area. Yeah. Even though this is no longer an issue. I'm just kind of, you know, staying with it. Right. Just because if I don't have this thing, then there won't be anybody around in my mind. Yeah, a lot of, mostly, what was that? Maybe uh, Brene Brown, we talked about her before, but she mentions, like, as a researcher of shame and, and all of mm-hmm. that, that the number one thing that people want is to feel connected. They mm-hmm. want to feel seen. And mm-hmm. so maybe some people in keeping their crutch Mm-hmm. feel seen that's how they get to be seen mm-hmm. but i think that it's i would imagine a much healthier place position to be seen mm-hmm. in your in your wholeness and your mm-hmm. right in your healed place and not seen from your um i don't want to say broken damaged fractured place mm-hmm. yeah absolutely because i mean for some folks then you know if i'm if i'm healed and if i don't need any help then who am i without my injury but I mean, I think you can be healed and still need support. Like, I don't you think can. they're they're mutually exclusive, right? Like, just because I'm hurting, like, yes, that is the 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 you can actually see that, visibly see that. But I can still be healed and operate from a place of security and wholeness, and still like need your support, need your love, need your nurturing, just in a different way. But you have people who don't know how to communicate that, right? So. The injury for some folks is, like, I don't know how to tell people that I need support mm. without it, like, 
being like a sign of weakness, right? A, a weakness or, yeah. you know, gotta be here kind of stuff, you know? And people, can we just PSA real quick on that? It's okay to need help. It's okay to like be in a village and need to lean on the people in your village. So if you need the help with, I don't know, career, childcare, like health, mm-hmm. mental health, emotional support, like you have people around you for a reason. Like you don't have to do life alone unless you choose to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the haze in all of in, in healing? What's the thing that's just like, ugh. Uh, it's, it's really that, that portion of being able to, um, I get over the injury mm. and it's not a, it's not that you need to forget per se that you were injured, right? It's the moving forward part. Yeah. Like if we can circle back to, you know, uh, what we talked about earlier about, having like a broken leg or a sprained ankle. It's that that first part of like starting to put pressure back on it, mm-hmm. right? Starting to have to put the crutch down and say that I can do, you know, go back to my wholeness yeah. and I can walk unassisted mm-hmm. again, you know, or without this crutch. And I can do, I can, I can walk, I can jump, I can run, and I'm not worried about that fracture being there that thing that held me back mm-hmm. um i know what happened right but i can still put full pressure on this leg and know that i'm healed and i'm gonna be okay so being able to let go of those things um and have the faith that you can walk in your healing and also know that yeah it happened mm-hmm. right and so many of us can't let go of what happened because what if it happens again when i have to do this thing again Yes. Right. And, and that makes sense. Hard. If you get bit by a dog, chances are like, I don't want to mess with dogs anymore. And mm-hmm. and that's that's a, t- a difficult haze because sometimes that fear keeps you safe. Like it mm-hmm. it keeps you from experiencing that type of pain or trauma again. But on the flip side, right. at the same time as everybody's saying these days, uh, it also keeps you from... Mm-hmm moving forward mm-hmm. and growing. So like, how do you navigate that? Like, how do you keep enough fear to keep you wise? I'll use that, mm-hmm. that, that word, that choice of words, keep enough fear to keep you wise, but not enough to keep you guarded from like living life or being whole. Like what's the, what's the line there? So I think for me, when I think about, um, what I, what I want for myself and what I want in mm. life, it exists past those things that that I'm afraid of or past those experiences. So there is no way for me to circumvent that part of life that I have to go through. Yeah. Right. And so I don't even consider um, being away from those things that I have to get through to get to my goals to be safety. Right. I consider that being in a, in a stagnant place or avoidance. Right. And that's not, what I have to do in order to move forward, Mm -hmm. right? So I can convince myself that I'm over here and safe, but if my goals are right past that thing that I'm not trying to go through, then I'm I'm really not. I'm I'm just avoiding. Uh, And if I, a lot of us change our minds then and say, well, 
Lord said that wasn't for me because I, <laughs> I went over there and I got bit by a dog, right? And it's not real. Mm-hmm. It's just us having to face our fears, having yeah. to deal with our injuries, and also having to know that that thing is there and showing up anyway and then doing the work, right? Mm-hmm. Or doing what it is that we say that we want to do in order to move forward. Because if, if we don't, then we're going to stay like stuck. Yeah, we'll the stuck. fear will hold you captive from living the life you really want to live or ha- could imagine for yourself, mm-hmm. right? Like you, you are then a prisoner of that fear. Of fear, you are a prisoner mm-hmm. of that past situation. You are a prisoner of that altercation fallout. You're a prisoner of that trauma. And I think for me, here's another. Just back to the first question you asked. For me, healing is also freedom. Like I mm-hmm. am freeing myself from the shackles of this thing that does mm-hmm. not serve me anymore. Mm-hmm. never really served me um, in the first place except for to teach me the lesson. Right. And so I think choosing healing means to like choose your own mm-hmm. emotional, spiritual, mental freedom. And even with that, right, so the lesson that you, that you glean a lot of times after you've been injured is learning how to move different. Yeah. So I can remember when I when I sprained my ankle mm-hmm. the first time, it was because I, I came down on it wrong, right? But it was about learning how to jump, right? And how to plant my feet when I land, right? And so you can that doesn't mean you don't jump anymore, yeah. right? It means you learn how to jump and how to land, mm-hmm. right? And how not to place pressure on the wrong side toe ball heel that's how you do it in dance right (laughs) toe ball (laughs) because if you don't do it that way then you're prone to get injured exactly and so it doesn't mean never jump again Mm -hmm. you leap but you you do the research and you learn what you're supposed to be doing so you don't come down on it wrong again Mm -hmm. you keep dancing Mm -hmm. you keep moving Mm -hmm. you just study how i i land right the next time Toe ball here. <laughs> no, nothing about no toe ball here, but it makes sense. But I'm saying we, we still have to move forward. Mm-hmm. And that's what we have to do. And and for me, um, there have been times when I just wanted to rest and abide in that injury. And going back to the to the attention piece of it, it was that I wanted everybody to know that this person had hurt me so bad. Mm. Right? And I was over here, and woe is me, and Scott gonna be all right. Don't worry about it. You gonna come out on the other end of this thing. You gonna write a book, baby. Da 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 da. And I was like, yeah, people support me. They're there for me, right? But at some point, I had to move past that injury, mm-hmm. right? And do some research. I had to get my butt in therapy, mm-hmm. right? And learn how can I go at this thing again. Right? How can I do better the next time so that I don't misstep yeah. the next time? Right? What healing do I need to do? What part in the lesson is there for me to, to do my part so I'll end up in this situation and injured in this way again? Yeah. Right? And a lot of times we can get stuck you know, because it feels good to be coddled and for you know, people to say, hey, baby, it's going to be all right. You know, I'm, I remember my daddy used to whoop me and my daddy can't be prosecuted because he going on to be with the ancestors. You know? <laughs> but my daddy used to whoop us with anything he could get his hands on. And I remember my daddy whooped us with the extension cord. Uh-huh. 
because Michelle called me a name and I, I um, picked her up and put her in the wall and it made a big rock, a big hole in the sheetrock mm-hmm. of the wall. My dad hooked us with an extension cord. And I remember going to tell my granny, oh, my daddy, and she was so mad at him. And she just cussed and fussed and went off on him about whooping her grandbaby like he didn't have no sense. <laughs> and I was well over the injury, but when I would go to my grandmother's house, I'd be like, mm, my daddy woke me up. <laughs> he didn't have to do us like that. He didn't have to do us like that. But I wanted that coddling, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, I, there were times when I would regress to that, like, Still wanting that coddling, still wanting that it's gonna be okay. Sound like he ain't get looked mm-hmm. enough. <laughs> <laughs> but also, as an adult, learning to establish other ways of getting support yeah. rather than needing to be coddled. Yeah. Right. Establishing support around people who are also moving forward. Yeah. Right. Um, being linked to folks who maybe have um, been through some of the things that that you've been through but also encourage therapy. People who you can call to say, hey man, who can I go and see about this particular issue? Or I have a niece or a nephew or whoever who may need this type of assistance, can you recommend? And surrounding yourself with other people who are doing the same kind of work of of moving forward, you know, rather than, you know, wasting away in their comfort zones or in their safety. Mindset is so important. Iron sharpens iron, right? Eagles soar with eagles. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's okay to need support and like wallow just like a hot second with people, but you also, that's so real. You got to be around people who will pull you up. Um, Mm -hmm. Pull you up out of your stinking thinking. Mm -hmm. That's that's real. And um, sometimes I just want to I want to hold that thing against people sometimes, mm-hmm. that injury. Mm-hmm. And I think a part of um, what we talked about previously was like not holding on to stuff not and using it as, as ammunition. Um, and also just the, the weight of that stuff, right? So, you know, even, even when you heal from something, like if, if you're going to bring it along with you, then what's the point? Mm. You know, to use it to use it as an excuse for not moving forward or, or not walking into your healing. Like if I'm gonna bring that baggage along with me, then I'm I don't really want the healing. Mm. Right? I just wanna be well enough to show somebody my, my injury and my scar. You wanna wear all your yeah. you know, scars and bags. Right. And look what and, I've been through. Right. And for what though? Cause it, yeah. it doesn't give us permission to, to walk in our wholeness. If we're going to hold on to all that old stuff. So then what are some practical ways to choose healing and then to keep choosing it every day? I know you mentioned before, like you just kind of have to have a vision of who you want to be, who you aspire mm-hmm. to be. And I think that's a good idea. And then make choices that are in alignment with who that person is. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, from, you know, what you tell the vets that you work with or just anyone, like, well, how do you, what's, what's a practical way to choose healing? I really, I really think it's just about getting up every day and deciding that I am a whole and healed person. And on this day, I'm going to put one foot in front of the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I know that this is something that I can do. And to be intentional about gathering other tools that can help you like, mm-hmm. along your journey, like to forge ahead. 
right? Not this idea that um, that I'm in lack somehow, yeah. but also that I can always be learning something new mm-hmm. or doing something to enhance mm-hmm. that helps me along, right? right? And not this idea that I, I, I just don't have enough Right, that that I'm walking around here and I'm I'm unhealed, I'm broken, all these other things, right? Because then we start to put labels on ourselves, right? And a lot of those labels uh, are are negative labels yeah. that say, you know, um, you know, um, that they reinforce those things that that we have been, like uh, I'm a liar, uh, I'm a cheater, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a weedhead, mm-hmm. you know, all these other things mm-hmm. that you know may have been some behavior that I, I displayed in the past that is no longer a part of who I am, right? So I'm, I'm restored, I'm renewed, I'm whole, and I can move forward in that. And I won't allow those things to, to be a part of um, how I'm described, and especially not by myself. Right. I think um, an important part of that, and I will just add, is really just affirming who mm-hmm. you are, and if, if you're not that yet, affirming who you're becoming, right? Um, so actively releasing that. And when I say affirming, I mean like verbal affirmations, mm-hmm. right? Life and death are in the power mm-hmm. of the tongue. And so I live by affirmative um, speech and calling those things that are not as though they were. Like all of that is the same thing. It's an affirmation. And so um, it could just be affirming your healing, right? Mm-hmm. Like I released this thing and now I am X, Y, Z. Like call it, call it out. And, um, call it out repeatedly. So anytime you feel yourself in a place where you're just kind of like in that uh, damaged spot, reliving the hurt, like reaffirm your wholeness, reaffirm Mm -hmm. the forgiveness, reaffirm the moving on and reaffirm it for as often as you need to. Um, Yeah. Until you're there. And I think also when we, that's a part of like actively making a choice. Yeah. Right. So when, when we wake up and we make those decisions, that that is a choice, mm-hmm. right? If you if you choose to um, affirm that that there is lack, that you don't have the things that you need, that um, there's someone else that has to affirm this thing for you about you, then that's also a choice, right? And it's just about the choices that we make on a daily basis. Yep, I choose affirmations that I am enough, Mm -hmm. um, that I have value, that I have worth, that these things are, are, uh, my goals can be obtained, um, that I have everything that I need, that I don't walk in lack, that I walk in abundance, Mm -hmm. right? And when I make that choice and I affirm those things, then I'm I'm able to walk in healing and I'm able to do the things that I say that I want to do and I'm able to obtain my goals. And then I can garner support from those folks who are walking in the same direction that I'm walking in. Yeah. On the flip side, if you make the opposite choice, you can garner support from those people who are walking in the opposite direction as well. Mm-hmm. So basically, you're you're choosing positivity, positivity all the way around. You're choosing affirmation all the way around. And you can find folks that are going either direction. Yep. You know, and it's about what you really want for yourself. If you want to be walking in your healing, you can walk in your healing. If you want to be walking towards your injury, you can walk towards that too. It's up to you. So one of my favorite parts of our conversations is the music for this moment. 
And you know what? I have this one song, but I'm going to go ahead and give y'all two for one on this thing. Mm. So the first one that just did not hit me, honestly, until you were talking uh, in the conversation, the first one that this absolutely feels like is Bag Lady. Erica mm. Badu. Come through. You're going to your bus, honey. Um, <laughs> yeah, you got to pack light. Like, that is absolutely what we've been talking about, mm -hmm. is, like, baggage and taking it with us and not choosing to let it go and heal. Mm -hmm. But... In line with our conversation about affirmations and just kind of like affirmative um, speech is meditation, right? And there isn't this affirmative meditation by this group called Beautiful Chorus. And it's literally, I really love their um, one album called Mantras of Love, where they're like just affirming love and light throughout each little short meditation. There's this one that they have, it's called Release, and you'll see it linked below, that literally for seven minutes all they're saying is i release everything that doesn't serve me i release everything that no longer serves me the Amen. first time i heard that that i don't know if you want to call it a song or meditation i think they just call it a meditation i was in tears um because it was a really beautiful reminder to just like on this day at this moment like let anything that is not serving me to be my best and highest self in this moment and moving forward i've got to put it down um, mm -hmm. and so I want to share that with y'all. Like, I really, I don't listen to it every day. I really listen to it when I'm going through something that I need a reminder to let things go. Um, but both of those opposite ends of the spectrum, Erica Badu will give you some soul to help you let it go. Hey. And then a beautiful chorus will give you the meditation you need to help you put it into practice. Check it out. Bag lady, you gonna hurt your back. Dragon on a Resources this week. Um, I want to recommend that everybody go and listen to a sermon series by Michael Todd. It's called Damaged Goods. It is a six-part series, and he covers everything basically about being being damaged, uh, about not being broken. The first one particularly stuck with me, uh, and it really speaks to the fact that um, we can be damaged, right? We can be injured. We can be hurt by things, but Nothing on the inside of us is any different. The integrity of everything that is still within us, it remains the same. Mm -hmm. um, so definitely check out that sermon series. The whole six-part series is great. Uh, I would recommend the, the entire series. And once you get locked into the first one, you're going to want to see the others. But uh, in the spirit of, of giving a two-for, <laughs> two uh, I'm going to also recommend that you... Um, Check out one of my earlier blogs called Damaged Goods as well. And you can check that out on scottahays.com. Hey. So I'll let your boy. Let me know what you think. All right. Well, that was a great conversation on healing. I'm sure we'll have it again um, personally and here with y'all. We want to thank y'all for joining Absolutely. us. 
as always, uh, we are the Hazes. And until next time, we want to challenge you to rethink the way that you love your life. Amen. Holla. See y'all next time. Peace. Why'd you take so long to come to me? Oh, baby. And I love, 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 love. Tell me where you are.